it's all that's what it's all about that's what it all roots back to it all roots back to just embracing a different way of living welcome to the slow living collective podcast i'm amy wife mother of two and homemaker Come along with me as I share my love for simple living, growing in my allotment garden, diving into what it means to be an urban homesteader and embracing life as a mother and homemaker. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode here of the Slow Living Collective. Today I am so excited because I am going to be delving into a question that I actually got on Instagram a little while ago. So I occasionally do these Q&A things, I actually really enjoy doing them. But I think my main problem is I ask people to leave me questions and then I completely forget to go back and actually answer them. So I'm trying to get better at that. But somebody asked me whether I actually work as well as being a stay at home parent, because I obviously talk quite a lot, both on this podcast, on my blog, on my Instagram about being a stay-at-home parent, about being a homemaker, and I don't really talk too much about work, I guess. And you know what? It's not really for any reason other than the fact that I don't do a lot of work, and it was certainly not an intentional choice to do some work. And therefore, it's always like a complicated place for me to sit really because obviously first and foremost I'm a stay-at-home parent, I'm a home educator to my children and I'm a homemaker and that's how I guess I sort of identify myself online. They're the things I talk about, the things I share and so when I had my second child and decided that I wasn't going to return to work in either a part-time or a full-time capacity in terms of work that I took on then you know it's it's so complicated because what my work is now is just a very small fraction of what I used to do so let me dive into it because I think I'm probably not making a whole lot of sense so let's cycle back for a second to Amy pre-2019 so I was due my first child H in 2019 she just turned four years old I cannot believe it I cannot believe she is four years old and I know every parent says that at every birthday but I really truly can't believe she's four already it's wild really really wild because it seems like she was born like a decade ago for a start but also a lot's gone on (laughs) with the old pandemic and stuff it's just mad to me that four years has passed because it it's crazy that I have a four-year-old, but at the same time, it's like, uh, it was forever ago. But anyway, she turned four years old. And so four years ago in 2019, I stopped my job to have my baby and to go on maternity leave. And my job was a freelance social media manager, social media brand strategist, personal brand strategist that was sort of copywriting as well that was sort of like all encompassing of what I did I basically did work for other people I helped them manage their social media I helped them grow their social media I helped them write their content and collateral and yeah just just that sort of stuff really and just help them grow their brand and so I did that freelance for wow (laughs) I want to say I don't know Mm, over a decade at least and 
So when I stopped doing that, when I had my daughter, I actually never had any intention of going back to that. However, when I came off of maternity leave after I had my daughter, which was in March 2020, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I had this idea that I didn't really want to do what I'd previously done. But, you know, March 2020, it was was an interesting one, wasn't it? (laughs) So I actually sort of rolled off of maternity leave straight into a global pandemic and I kind of just returned to what I knew, what felt comfortable to me and to some extent that was a little bit of what I used to do but actually what I decided to sort of move into for I didn't really know how long at that point was that I was sort of helping people almost grow their brands themselves so the information that I had the knowledge that I had the skills that I had I was then able to apply like where previously I had sort of physically helped people with that in that I would sort of run their social media then I sort of moved towards sort of the stuff that I'd learn and helping people sort of do it themselves I guess and I fell pregnant in August 2020 and my second child, my son, he was born in May 2021. Now, I so, so I sort of did this work for, the, you know, this period of time between my, my two maternity leaves, as it were. And I did enjoy, you know, doing what I was doing in the sort of in the in the interim but I knew again when it came around to maternity leave I was like I just this is not what I want to come back to this is not really what I want to do and so I went off on maternity leave with the full intention that 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 was it it was done it was really really done and I I technically came off maternity leave you know I guess a year later in May 2022 and I had had discussions with my husband like I I don't know what I want to do and we'd always had discussions prior to having children that when when we had children it would be that I would stay home with them and I was very happy with that very comfortable with that and that was something I sort of always aimed for however when it when it rolled round when it was like coming off of maternity leave and moving into this sort of white space like I didn't know I didn't have an experience of, I don't want to say doing nothing because that is absolutely not what I mean, but but not having a paid job. And this feeds really nicely into how we measure our productivity. So we measure our productivity as, you know, the things that we do, the things that we are employed to do or we work at that's the way society has taught us it has infiltrated our brains and told us that only when we are working are we productive so when I came off of this maternity leave all that was waiting for me was my life as a homemaker and a stay-at-home parent and I did not know what to expect it was that feeling of I've never done this before and you know how people refer to themselves as oh I'm just a stay-at-home parent or you know I am just a homemaker Uh, we all know there's no just about it we know that it is incredibly 
hard work um, and mothers and women, men who fulfill these roles as the stay-at-home parent, keeping the home, those sorts of things, we know that they work incredibly hard and we know that their paid work is so often undervalued but more than that, it's it's just overlooked. So when I got this question on my Instagram, it asked me, I'm actually going to find it because I took a screenshot of it. I actually did answer it at the time as well, but let me just have a look. Um, so it said, do you make money on the side of being a stay-at-home mum? And do you know what? For a second, I thought like, oh my gosh, like, because I do make money on the side of being a stay-at-home mum. And, you know, like I said, my my first and foremost job is a stay-at-home mum, a home educator to my children, and a homemaker. And that's what I consider myself above everything else. But I do make a little bit of income. And I'm extremely privileged that it is not... Um, required of me is that, the way, is that the way I want to phrase it it's not sort of uh in I don't know I don't know how to phrase it but it's it's not something that I have to do but it's something that I want to do and I really get a lot of joy from that so pretty much when I finished you know doing all the work that I did before you know both of my maternity leaves I obviously know how to run a successful social media account, run a successful blog. I know how to monetize content. So for me, it was just this sort of really natural progression. There was a lot of context that I already had, but there was a lot of processes that I already knew how to do. I already have my own blog. I've been a blogger since 2006. So I I know how to run a blog. I know how to monetize a blog. I know how to build a blog. And so because it's always been there, for the last few years, I would say, being updated very haphazardly. But the core of what I did was still there. And so for me, there was... I knew of ways that I could monetize the content I wanted to create. I should probably add in here actually that I absolutely adore creating content. Absolutely adore it to the point where it's just so natural to me because I've been like I said I've been doing it since 2006 like it is not it is not a chore to me. It is absolutely something I love and I have I guess used it as my outlet of creativity for the longest time and I am also very grateful like it's just second nature to me so I don't have to uh, I'm not going to say I don't have to work hard on it because I don't want to devalue what I do but it just it's just very natural to me and so when I decided that actually you know what I'm going to do I'm going to sort of revive this blog a little bit and I'm going to post on it again I'm going to refine my love of blogging um, my love of writing you know I've been a writer for as long as I've been a blogger and both you know privately and professionally so one day I just woke up and I was like I'm just going to revive this thing I'm going to do it and 
Um, it's just going to be something for me because I think I spoke about in a previous episode, uh, you know, how much I am the kind of person that enjoys having something for myself, something that is not part of being a stay-at-home mum, that isn't part of being a home educator, that isn't part of being a homemaker, something that is just me, just Amy, and something that I love and adore. And blogging and content creation is that. I I often talk to people who are like, I hate creating content for my business on Instagram. Like, oh, I just don't want to do it. And like, I obviously understand that if it's something that doesn't come naturally to you. But to me, like, it's just such a creative outlet. And I love creating nice pictures. I'm not a photographer by any means, but I know what I like to look at. And I think if you sort of take a glance at my Instagram, I am really intentional with what I post. And it's because it is a creative outlet for me. I love picking a photo that I have taken that I really love. And I love pairing that with words that are meaningful and impactful to me. And so that and my blog, you know, they're just huge sources of inspiration to me and huge sources of creativity to me. And it's something that I get to do outside of my life as a parent, a wife, homemaker, home educator. And yeah, I just absolutely adore it. And going back to this question, like, it's so funny that I, I kind of felt this pang of, oh my goodness, I'm not like, am I not like a true stay at home parent or, oh my gosh, I'm going to be thrown out of the homemakers club because I'm, (laughs) I'm earning money. And it's so ridiculous because like I said, first and foremost, I am those things and the things that I am able to monetize like firstly I feel is just good sense like I create all this content for free a lot of the time you know this podcast is my more recent baby but same applies like it is a place where I get to be creative where I get to be Amy and I just love it I really really love it I love getting on here just sitting in my bedroom nothing fancy I don't even have a fancy microphone I just get on and I do it and I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I remember when I was umming and ahhing about starting this podcast, I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to do it. And like one weekend just cracked out four episodes. And like you can go back and listen to my first four episodes and see what you think. I'm sure, I hope that I will improve over time. But for me, the most important thing with most things is just to do it. Just get it out there and just do it. And it's it's funny because my husband said to me once, like, I'm so proud of you because you, you know, you decided you was going to do this podcast and you, you didn't like say like, oh, I'm going to get this fancy equipment. You just like did it. And here I am, I don't know, nearly 30 episodes in and I'm still just doing it the same way. It's just me and my laptop and iMovie in my bedroom and hoping that nobody comes barreling up the stairs and making a noise in the background and also hoping that I can actually get this podcast episode recorded before everybody needs to go to bed and it is no more fancy than that so I guess my advice to anybody who maybe wants to start their own podcast is just do it just 
You don't need anything. Just go and do it. There are so many easy, easy things that you can, um, you know, do. Like if you've got iMovie, do that. You can record into like voice notes. Just just do it. I often do these things in like a one take because I, I don't have the time to like edit myself. And yeah, I know, I don't know if other people edit their podcasts, but I pretty much one take it and hope for the best in most situations. If I have guests on, I'm always like, don't worry, you know, if there's awkwardness, I will edit it out. Or, you know, if there's something that you want to redo, you know, we can, we can redo it. And so sometimes those episodes are a little more, um, you know, they need a little bit more editing. And that's solely because, you know, these people that, you know, are on pod, come on as my guests on this podcast, you know, sometimes it could be their first podcast or even if it's not like it's nerve wracking if it's not something you do all the time. So like I was saying, you know, I was questioning myself over like, oh my gosh, am I not a true homemaker because, you know, I'm earning money or am I not a true stay at home mum because I'm earning money? And then I was like, Amy, come on now come on now but these things they can like drift through your brain like who am I to be talking about staying at home when yeah I obviously do stay at home and and that is my main job but I am earning money too and it's nothing to be ashamed of it's like I said the it's something that I do for myself it's a huge part of my creativity and I love it and actually like why not monetize it dude I'm putting all this work in so why not monetize it so I don't know if any of you guys listening can sort of relate but I think we're always like putting up these roadblocks for ourselves you know like me questioning like oh my gosh am I not a true homemaker am I not a true stay-at-home parent because actually I have, you know, monetized a little bit of what I do, but I love what I do. And, you know, actually I deserve to be paid as well. That's a really important thing. Like when we do work, like our labor isn't always free and, you know, it, it's important that we actually hold value to it. And, you know, I am happy to create free content all over the place and I do and I have for many many years but also you know it's actually nice to get a little bit of kickback as well in places because these are the sorts of you know little bits of money that continue to you know just help towards our family towards our food budget the electricity bill you know just those those quiet little parts of everyday life so I know what you're thinking you're thinking like Amy how do you monetize what you do because when I show up online, I I kind of feel like it's not obvious that I do anything, right? So I have a blog. It's like, hey, here, check out the blog. Or I'm sharing something on Instagram, like, hey, check out this. And, you know, I do use affiliate marketing on my blog. So I use affiliate links. So if you're not aware of what affiliate link is, if you click through and make a purchase, then I would get a little bit of kickback from that, but at no extra cost to you. So you're not paying any more. You're paying exactly what the the going price is. I would just get a little bit of kickback from my affiliates. And so I am only I only work with companies obviously that I align with, that I use myself, um, and that I believe in. 
and that's probably it about affiliate marketing really it I always thought affiliate marketing was like really complicated and how do I do it but actually you know I have my blog it is absolutely a great place to use affiliate links I sometimes use affiliate links on my Instagram as well but like I said it's from a place of authenticity so I wouldn't never recommend something that I didn't love or hadn't used myself so that's why I only ever really share a couple of brands I would say and a lot of sort of like the links that I have actually that I do share on Instagram I have like a little shop my faves section in my bio but a lot of that is like business stuff that I really love and so I don't always know that it is completely applicable to my audience but like I am affiliate for the um, mailing list provider that I use, Flowdesk, they are incredible and also you know I love Tailwind for Pinterest, Pinterest is a huge huge driver of traffic to my blog and has been for many many years, if you're not on Pinterest and you have your own business what are you doing? You need to go on Pinterest. So Tailwind is a pin scheduler. It makes Pinterest so super easy. Automation is absolutely the name of the game. And I've been a Tailwind purchaser and affiliate for three years now. And yeah, I absolutely rate it and it's amazing. So these are things that I like use day in, day out. Flowdesk are my mailing list provider. Tailwind I use for pin scheduling. It's all really, really simple. And it's all just stuff that I love and stuff that I use. And, you know, my affiliate, other affiliate links that I use are to do with things that just represent me and that I love. Like, I love Jules Wellies. You'll see me talk about them all the time because I wear them to forest school. I wear them to the allotment I wear them when we're out in nature doing other stuff as well and it's like whenever we're outside I'm wearing my Jules wellies or my Jules welly bobs and so like to me it just made sense to become an affiliate with them and it's not as simple as just like being like poof I want to be an affiliate like you have to apply but yeah it just makes sense it's a brand that I love it's a brand I believe in it's a brand that I use or like so many days of the week am I wearing my willy bobs and yeah so it just makes sense so there are like so many different ways that I just monetize my normal day-to-day things and it just brings in a little bit of extra income and it's funny because when I got that question I didn't know how to answer it and I didn't really know like what was that what would I say like almost like I shouldn't, I don't know, I don't want to say feel embarrassed, but I guess that's all I can think of in my head, like that I should feel embarrassed about the fact that actually, yeah, I do earn an income out of what I do, and then it was like, hold on a minute, Amy, what are you even thinking about here, like, it's just good sense, (laughs) but, you know, we're caught up in this modern society that, oh, it's just a mess, it's just a mess, and not only does it have me thinking that, or knowing that my my unpaid work as a, a, a parent, homemaker, is not valued, like I know that it is not valued in the outside world, aside from that, that when I do earn 
a little bit of money, then I'm almost hiding that as well. And it's like, I don't know what this world wants from me. I don't know. As a as a parent, as a stay-at-home mother, as a homemaker, I don't know what this world wants from me. And so, yeah, I thought I would just jump on, start recording, start wittering on and just opening my brain out. Because if I feel like it, I know that there are others that feel like it too. And it's, you know, it's completely okay. You don't, and I, you know, you don't need my permission to do anything, but it's completely okay to be that stay at home parent, to be that homemaker, to be home and home educate or whatever it looks like for you it's completely okay for all of these things to exist and that be who you are but it's actually all right to go and earn money too and um, I'm proud of the stuff that I do I'm really proud of the content I create I put a lot of my heart and soul into it because like I said it is my creative outlet and I love it and yeah, I'm not going to be ashamed that I can monetize that and bring in a little bit of extra money for my family because it's always helpful. And like I said, it can go towards paying for things like forest school. It can go towards our holidays and I get to do it around my family. And I love that. And I'm getting a little bit of multi-level marketing <laughs> uh, flashbacks here. Like you can work around your family. Trust me trust me, uh, people who are in multi-level marketing are not affiliates because they often like to claim that. But it's just, you know, it's just a way to monetize the, monetize my creativity, I guess. And, you know, I provide a huge amount of free content as well. So I don't have um, any worries about, you know, offering paid stuff as well. And I think all of this to say that actually, you know what, if you have a skill and a skill that you're good at and you can monetize it and you can bring in a little bit of extra income for your family, whether you're at home full time with your children, whether you're a homemaker full time or whether you are the stay at home parent, whether you work part time, full time, inside the home, outside the home, However it looks for you, there is absolutely nothing wrong with having a little side thing to earn you some extra money that is not multi-level marketing. Please don't join a multi-level marketing company if that's what you're after. Go and check out my multi-level marketing episodes. Do not join a multi-level marketing company. I want to like bang my fist down on the table to emphasize that point but I know that it will make a ton of noise because I don't have a microphone and uh, yeah multi-level marketing is not the one but there are so many different ways that you can actually just create your own little side income from you know doing stuff you enjoy like I am very much like a stay-at-home parent urban homestead grow your own kind of aesthetic that is me that is what I love that is what I enjoy and but you know for you you might be an artist or you might enjoy reading like there are so many different things that actually you can share and be creative with and meet other like-minded people and you then you can create content too if that was your thing now I would be totally up for doing another episode I'm gonna leave a little question box I think it offers it on all platforms 
I'm not sure. I certainly know that it does on Apple and Spotify. So if you're listening on something other than those, I don't know whether the question box is going to show up. But I will leave a little question box so that you are able to let me know. Basically, if you would like me to sort of delve into this a little bit deeper, because I would be totally open to that. And, you know, just... I don't know, talking through it, how I how I got started, how I monetize things. Um, it's not for everyone, of course, but I would be totally open to go into more depth about that. So there'll be a question box or a poll. Let me know. If you don't see it, if you're listening on another platform, come and follow me over on my Instagram. You can find me at life on plot 44 and just send me a message there because I would love to hear from you and I Instagram is my jam as I always say I love Instagram I love the creativity offers I love the combination of beautiful pictures in-depth thought-provoking words I just mm, it's just mm. the aesthetic of Instagram is what I'm here for and yeah Instagram is the only social media that I show up on so I enjoy it I do enjoy it. And for all the bad rap that social media gets, I actually think it can be an absolutely cracking place as well. So, yeah, that's just my little thoughts and ramblings about, you know, being a modern woman, being a stay-at-home parent, earning a side income. It can be messy. It can be crazy. It's funny how society has almost confused our poor old brains into you know being comfortable with all these different ways that we can exist it's like modern society has taught us that it's one way or the other that we as parents or as mothers we either stay home or we go back to work and society would prefer that we all went back to work and so things like this they're they're outside the norm And therefore, it's, you know, I just want to, you know, just open my heart and my mind and share these things with you guys and just, I guess, share with you a different way of living. Because that's what this whole podcast is about, sharing with you a different way of living. From slowing down, simplifying, living in small home by choice, you know, growing my own food, trying to live outside of the system somewhat, home educating my children. It's all, that's what it's all about. That's what it all roots back to. It all roots back to just embracing a different way of living. And I'm so grateful to all of you guys who are here, whether it's something that you're, you want to do actively yourself, or you're just interested and just want to listen along and you are absolutely happy with the way you live your life. And you absolutely should be. Whatever you do, however you live your life, whatever you do for a job or don't do for a job, whatever your life looks like, you should be 100% absolutely in love with it. And I really, really hope that you are. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to another episode here on the Slow Living Collective. I am so grateful to each and every one of you. And you know what I'm going to ask you. If you haven't yet, please could you go and leave me a review because it really, really helps me sort of rise to the top on platforms like Apple and Spotify. But wherever you're listening, please, please leave 
a review it helps me get recommended and I would you know I would love this little podcast to to reach more people's ears and I would love to connect with more of you guys so if you don't follow me over on Instagram as well head over there leave your little review then come find me on Instagram you can find me at life on plot 44 and yeah that's probably the only places I'm gonna send you today <laughs> that's the only homework there is for this episode leave me a little review leave me a little rating I think they go together and then head over and follow me over on Instagram at life on plot 44 I will see you there and until next time thank you so much and I will see you soon <laughs>